Hello. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Good. I think that this is the latest episode I've ever recorded. Ah, uh, after hours. Right. Yeah. So do you hear like a, a sleigh bell kind of song in the back, or song, sound in the background right now? I'll be quiet. Do you hear that? I- I don't. What time of year is it there? <laughs> exactly. It's a valid question. So, well, it's it's eight at night uh, and same same day as there, but it's springtime and we, we moved to a new house this year and we've got a pond in the backyard and there are like a million frogs singing at the same time outside. So I had to go downstairs like in a corner of the house, not facing the pond to see if I could get away from the, the frog singing. I can I can kind of hear it. Yeah, now that you mention, I can kind of hear it. It's just kind of like a constant sound, but it's it's not bad. You have to be like not talking to hear. Right. It. They are uh, they're called spring peepers. Have you ever seen these kind of frogs? I I'm fully aware of those kind of frogs. I grew up in the next to a pond and uh, actually like several ponds, and so they they were just this staple of my country life. Right. So well, I know me too. they're annoying. Oh, I don't mind them so much. I mean, and they they don't. They don't sing during the day and really not for most of the year, but right it's, now they are loud. Yeah. It's a, it's a great ambience right. whenever you're just like chilling out in the country, drinking like a beer. It's really nice. Well, I'm drinking a beer and recording a podcast, so I guess it fits. Works. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we should introduce you. You've been on the show a few times, but Eric, who are you? Hi, uh, I'm Eric Steele. I make the internet, I guess. Like some of it, a very small part of it. Going to RailsConf this week, right? Going to RailsConf. I'm really excited. All right. So this uh, is our RailsConf preview 2015. Mm-hmm. Hold, on so we, to, hold on to your hats. Yeah. Uh, just sit down if you're not sitting down. I mean, don't. If you're like walking to work or something, you don't need to like get in a bed, but you're going to want to strap in. Right. Okay. So you're excited. Why? Tell me all about it. I'm, well, I'm excited because this is my first, um, my first RailsConf and my first big like... Uh, like web development conference too. So it's just, it's going to be a lot of fun. When do you leave? I'm leaving tomorrow afternoon. Did you pick out your clothing yet? Um, I'm only going to be wearing uh, shirts that say I am Eric Steele. No, that's like, that's even better than picking out your clothing. You (laughs) you made your clothing. I have, I have two of these shirts because I uh, have an ego and I think it's very funny. Like I wanted, um, this is, you know, a couple of years ago, whenever I was like really, um, like trying to phase out ironic t-shirts. And I thought, what's the exact opposite of this? A very literal t-shirt. So I like it. It's just a fact. Is it, is it the same call? Like exactly the same, just two of them? Yeah. One, well, one short sleeve, one's long sleeve. Yeah. Okay. So, um, when I, I did uh, a a talk at a a bar camp and, um, I had my long sleeve one on over my short sleeve one. And I just took a pause. I'm like, wow, it's hot in here. And I just took it off. And yeah, you're going you're gonna, to like spoiler alert, you know, for <laughs> if you pull this gag again, <laughs> I'll, yeah, good. I'll, I'll reinvent it. I won't. I don't like to go back to that. Well, okay. Now I like it. I, I like the idea of, of wearing a shirt. Cool. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's really helpful. I, it's like just having a name tag at any given time. So will you also wear the name tag or just sort of shove it in your bag? <laughs> Uh, I'll, given a name tag, I will always wear it because I like to uh, dot my eye with, with a heart, and, and you just can't do that. Um, don't have that on the shirt. You didn't do it on the um, shirt. No, I didn't do it on the shirt. I, I just used some like uh, I think it was like Comic Pro. So <laughs> like the idea, I, I just had this like really 
fleeting fantasy whenever I was, de- <laughs> I say designing, just really quickly throwing it together where I would like be able to pull away like a button up shirt and just I am Eric Steele is underneath it. All right. So. so for those that listen to this on the way to RailsConf, which I think will be a few people, uh, I don't even have to tell you what Eric looks like. Just look for the guy that says, that has the shirt that says I'm Eric Steele. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I should, maybe I should try and throw people, uh, put people off. I am five foot three. Um, <laughs> I'll be wearing a, a clown wig. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. Um, yeah. If, if you see me there, I, I would love to talk to you. I'm not going to be there. Uh, anybody in the audience. Um, oh, you're not, <laughs> you, I mean, I would love, you love being to see the you. internet friends. No, yeah. I, will, I will not be there. So, uh, it's in Atlanta. It's in Atlanta. How do you yeah. feel about this? I, it, it, of all the possible locations, I've been to Atlanta a bunch of times. That one did not exactly sort of rev me up. Not that I'm like putting a downer on your exciting week, but uh, have you found a way to get excited about Atlanta? <laughs> I didn't really think about it that way. And now I'm uh, completely just unexcited. <laughs> really? Just, no, um, I've, I've actually, I've been to one conference that I actually had to fly out to and it was in Atlanta. Uh, oh, come on. I, I, so, so Atlanta is like in my head, like the only place where conferences happen now. <laughs> and so. that's, it's, that's so not true. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, yeah, it was a, it was like a medical equipment and supplies conference. So it was exciting. Yeah. It sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Well, so I'm the, just expecting more of that. The NBA playoffs are going on this week and tonight. I actually was just watching before we started recording tonight was the first game between the, Brooklyn Nets and the Atlanta Hawks down in Atlanta. So I think that that means that they'll be back there on Thursday, which will be the end of RailsConf, right? Oh, it seems like they scheduled that right around RailsConf, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, will there be enough hotel rooms? Yeah, <laughs> coordinating. Right. Well, you know, so I, I guess that RailsConf itself is a pretty busy event. So where it is perhaps doesn't matter that much. And it's not, yeah. it's not the part of the summer that's like absurdly humid in Atlanta. Yeah, um, the, I looked at the weather briefly, and it looks like it's just going to be a, a, a little wet most of the time. So that, I, I'm happy about that because then it won't be super humid, or it probably will be. I'm just trying to be optimistic. Yeah, I think that's a good way to go through life. Yeah. All right, yeah. give me five things to be excited about about RailsCon. Um, well, we're going to get to see. Uh, well, last year DHH's keynote um, really threw me off. Um, because of like the whole whole testing thing, so it looks like there's going to be a lot of talk this this year about what's going into Rails five. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm just excited I, about hearing what he has to say because it set the world on fire last year. All right, uh, let's let's do some predictions and let's see sure. if we can back solve this. So if like if this was a game of Jeopardy, what would have been the question that his keynote last year answered you think so like i'll be alex trebek and the answer is DHH's oh my i really 2014 keynote What's i don't know question? what i don't know if you meant to do this but uh what do i test oh <laughs> <laughs> that's like the, the classic answer with the thing that you want to promote oh my god that yeah that I, I, we're just going to keep going as if we had planned this beforehand. Yeah. So um, Eric wrote a book called what do I test, which is absolutely the right answer, by the way. And I didn't plan it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Kismet, just... Kismet's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what do I test? Uh, I think that that's like, uh, that's like in the same spirit as your shirt, like nice and literal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the joke being your book is perfect. 
Uh, Thank you. Wow. You know, like, what else could it have been? Because yeah. I felt like that was, it, it hit a nerve so much. I mean, it was almost like it was planned. Yeah. And I, I think maybe it was. I'm certain it was. Um, and I think more importantly that, like, the question also, like, the un, unasked question was, what don't I test? It was like, you guys can, you can chill out as far as testing goes. You don't need to be this crazy about it. Um, it's definitely amazing, but maybe we don't be so, um, you know, ridiculous about it. Seemed like a bit of a straw man to me. Yeah. Honestly. Oh yeah. Yeah. It definitely was, but it helped and it definitely helped. Um, I don't know. It, it came at like, I think I was about to, like I had a draft of the book done and I, it just hit right as I was about to, to release it. And it like contradicted so many things and <laughs> it just, it made me think, it made me rethink it. And I was like, Oh yeah, maybe I can, maybe I can adopt some of these things too. And so I think I did. What was the impact of, of, of that talk on the next year? So did anything change? Is the culture different now than it was a year ago for better, or for worse? What do you think? Uh, that's a tough question. I, I want to say that the, the culture is definitely, it's changed. A, it's changed enough. Um, but I, I think it's still, you know, folks, you, folks with that mindset, they're probably still in that mindset. Folks that, um, you know, hadn't been writing tests, uh, maybe they found it a bit more accessible because I kind I mean, my vague takeaway from the keynote last year was, uh, you know, just don't, don't be so serious about it there. We, we can, you can test less. You can test in these certain ways and get a lot of bang for your buck. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, I mean, one way to look at his talk was that it was sort of a populist message mm -hmm. to the, like, to the, to the non-experts, to the, to, to those that are, you know, programmers, but not, you know, on high. Exactly. And, exactly. you know, I mean, populist messages are what they are. I mean, they, they sort of pander, I think a little bit and they're also kind of true. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I kind of agree with that sentiment yeah. that, that maybe it, it made testing a little bit less you know, religious to some people and maybe that made it more accessible and maybe that's good. Oh, you there? Yeah. Uh oh, did I cut out? A little bit there. What the heck? A little bit. It's, <laughs> the, it's, the, it's the damn frogs. It's the frogs. They're, oh. they're eating through the Wi-Fi as we speak. <laughs> they're in the walls. <laughs> that may be true. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, it, the extent to which the, the, the talk helped make testing feel less scary, I think that'd be good. Yeah. But, I'm not sure if, if I think that's true. Like if I, I think that that actually happened, but I think if it did happen, that'd be good. I want, I want that to be my takeaway from it. Um, maybe I'm delusional because clearly I had a horse in this race, but, um, yeah, I mean that honestly, that was kind of the entire like motivation behind the just sitting down and figuring out how to test and write a friggin' book about it. But is that like, there was way too much, uh, way, way too many experts saying this is the absolute way you have to do it. Um, in this crazy, like, like just all of these tools that you must have. And, and it was just very dogmatic and it's weird that the thing that I, I think helped the community as a whole, um, was another dogmatic statement in the other direction. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, um, the extent to which it did, I think, I think, Hey, there was, there was a reason why, the culture became so test centric and it's, it was, I think at least what was necessary to help push sort of the Ruby generally in rails, specifically communities towards testing over the last, you know, bunch of years. And at some point, you know, the culture is there and you don't really need to, to force it too much anymore. 
Right. And, you know, so if it was a move back to the middle, the middle being pretty test centric, yeah, that's, I think that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, so what would be the topic this year? If he was going to get up and give a talk this year that was sort of moving against the prevailing winds and, and not only that, but and sort of likely to cause uh, outrage. Because I think last year's caused some outrage, maybe because of the style he delivered it in I, as it was, much as yeah. the content. It was very, yeah, it was incendiary. Yeah. I think was the word for it. And um, all the it swearing, was, you know, I mean, not that I imagine myself at least as a prude, but I, I, I really don't have a lot of use for that. Honestly. There's a time and a place for it. And I don't know. It's his style. It. Yeah, right. That's fine. It's just, it's not my style and it's definitely, you know, it's off-putting at times. Okay. So, so if this year, uh, one was to handcraft a topic meant to, you know, uh, get a rise out of the uh, community, what would it be? I would, I would say, I mean, there were, there were a lot of, uh, performance improvements that went into four or two. Um, but I would be really surprised if, if that wasn't a huge, huge topic here of just, performance 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 like in in the same way that kind of snow leopard um and leopard like leopard was a big feature thing but snow leopard was a huge like performance improvement uh for for mac um i think that's a good prediction yeah i'd be really happy to hear that um not that i mean not that i'm invested in that at all because like the the entire point of using a framework and and you know, Ruby in general is because it's easy to build stuff and the feedback loop is much, much smaller than, you know, any, anything else that I've been exposed to. So, uh, performance is one of those things that, okay, fine. I'll throw, you know, throw some money at a server, a bigger server or something. So I think it'll be in, so I think that's a good guess. And I think it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting if the take was, so there are a couple of ways you could sort of go at the performance issue. One would be to talk about what rails is doing to improve performance. Another would be to talk about what Ruby is doing to improve performance. And then there would be another one, which is like, you know, what are the limits of Ruby and what are the trade-offs that we make? And I think you just hit on the primary ones, but what are the trade-offs that we make uh, for developer happiness that have kind of um, natural limits that we can't get around? Yeah. I, I would... I'd be most interested if the keynote was about the third topic, um, just because I think that's an interesting, an interesting thing to talk about. Which is like, you know, is the, what should we be thinking about as a community about the trade off between our happiness and the sort of happiness of the servers and the users? And right, and I mean every time, every time that there's a feature, like a community built gem that just is so like, it's such a good fit. Um, and it gets brought into Rails proper. There's always just an outrage, like bloat, huge, unnecessary. It's like, is it? I mean, it, it, it does that really inconvenience you more? Because just like I think the best example is the um, oh crap, I can't remember what it was called. Um, like the active job, active job stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's great. Universal APIs for uh, queuing system, fantastic. Um, I'm such a sidekick user. I haven't honestly tried it, which I'm pretty good at always trying the sort of the, whatever the rails defaults are. But, um, I haven't just because I'm so used to using the, the sidekick API. Um, I didn't really want to sacrifice, um, you know, sacrifice what it offers in order to go to the, the sort of standard pluggable API that anything else could fit into. 
Yeah, uh, I, I haven't had a chance to use it either. Um, so, like my uh, work, we're still using you know two three with delayed job. Can't like we we have a single queue that we have to be really smart about, and so it's haven't gotten a chance to use it. Look forward to it though. And I think you know that's uh, well that that brings us back to the performance point, which is you know DHH's position has been pretty consistent for years, as far as I know, which is that. Um, Obviously, Ruby, both uh, as a, you know, specifically as as uh, the kind of, you know, the exact language it is, as well as the type of language it is, you know, isn't optimized for performance. And the reality is most apps don't need it. Right. So, you know, unless you're writing an app that has that kind of challenge, then optimize for what's more scarce, which is developer time and happiness. Right. And I think that that's an interest. I mean, I think that he's right for the most part. And, you know, that's why I think it'd be interesting to see if he, I mean, I think that suggests that he'll just talk about what rails and Ruby are doing to get faster and kind of skip by the, the more sort of fundamental trade-off question. Right. And Uh, there's, there's a a big, like the fundamental difference between, you know, rails and other, um, like, uh, libraries and frameworks like this is there's a there's a focus on you know there's some focus on performance but there's also a focus on the appearance of performance too so even if you write you know some of the crappiest queries you can like there are certain things like really intelligent automatic caching and like um turbo links and just stuff that makes it your application feel faster without actually improving like the underlying code behind it so what would the incendiary thing be that he could say because, uh, again, we had to pick something that was, like, on the community's mind, but that would be talked about in a way that would get a big rise. So what what would his angle have to be in order to get everyone's, uh, you know, hair to stand up on it? Mm. I, I really don't know. I really don't. Because I feel like the, the, just the testing topic last year was just so just, just doused in gasoline that I, I don't think that anything could compare to that. Um, I think, I think, well, here, I'm going to throw mine in. I don't think that in the performance realm, unless he got up and said, you know, performance doesn't matter. It's overblown. You guys should be quiet, which he's not going to say, because that's not, that's not what he says generally about it. Right. Right. Um, I don't think that that's the topic that could have that reaction. I do think that JavaScript frameworks are. Mm, Yeah. Because that's, um, yeah, you have to be pretty darn cynical to say that, and frankly, not really paying attention, in my opinion, at least, to say that front-end frameworks are are going to be gone soon. And I know there are some smart people that say that, but you know, I'm I'm not one of them. And I I think that if he got up and talked aggressively about that movement, it would get a massive and negative reaction. I uh, there you go. Yeah, that sounds totally plausible. And um, like the my, my gut reaction is. I kind of, I mean, I, I don't use a lot of JavaScript frameworks. Like I tend to just write my own objects and like it gets, it gets very messy, but I also try to rely less on, you know, client side stuff and more on the appearance of client side stuff too. So I don't know. Um, that's, that's really interesting. Or like, what if, what if there was like a really lightweight one that's just ordained as like the the front end client library? I mean, I think that if you, I, I think the idea of, of ordaining, and I mean, granted, I, I think you're right that he, that that could happen, but the idea that it wouldn't be either React or Ember or, you know, maybe Angular, 
that w- wouldn't be one of those three, I think is so left field to me. Yeah. But I mean, Hey, you, you never know. And I think, um, I'd be surprised, yeah. you know, I think, so here's my prediction. My prediction is that, uh, at least half of his talk is about, um, front end frameworks. Uh, I think that the headline will be that he's not rejecting them anymore. So I think the headline will be a friendly, you know, rails can be a great API server, uh, you know, server side to a app. That's mostly a front end framework driven app. And then the subhead to it will be something that offends that community to its core. <laughs> and I just don't know what that's going to be like, I, like, but, but I'm pretty sure the headline's going to be friendly and it's going to be like punch to the gut, something that's like some combination of like untrue and, uh, like untrue or some, you know, twist of, 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 of the, uh, the facts as people know them. So I'm sort of, I'm pretty, I'm pretty interested in what it is. Cause I've got a feeling that it's going to really rub some people the wrong way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, not that I, I'm not that interested in, in that outcome, but I mean, if it's going to happen, I guess I'll be interested in it. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm kind of, I'm looking through the schedule right now to just kind of get a gauge for, you know, what, what are some topics that keep popping up? Um, and we, we have an entire testing track this year, which is great. <laughs> Ironic and, uh, and great. I am a fan of that. Um, but yeah, it, it just seems like uh, yeah, I mean, services have been a huge thing, mm. uh, like just a huge just strategy that's been employed a lot. Uh, and I think, oh, that's a so that's a good prediction on the third thing. So I think that I think the backlash has already happened against, you know, microservices. And I don't really hear people standing up and saying that they're perfect without trade-offs. So sometimes I think that backlash is a little bit silly, but I think you're right. I think that that's a third topic that could be, you know, maybe not the headline of his talk, but a, but a secondary point about, you know, the, the benefits of the monolith. Um, cause I've, I've heard him sort of try that out in some other talks and, you know, you know, seeing monolith as a, as a, as a positive adjective. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, or noun, I guess it is, um, not negative. So I think that that, in, in your right, I mean, it's definitely in the schedule. I think that could be a theme also. Yeah. There's uh, one more just little thing that like callbacks and that, that got me to thinking about how, um, just, it would be nice kind of, kind of in the, like the services mindset of how it would be better, like maybe a better eventing, um, mechanic mm. in rails apps, like registering, it, because I mean that's like the huge advantage of client side stuff is just in JavaScript in general is you can just watch events and just do stuff with callbacks. So if if there's some type of like Rails uh, Rails mechanic that like built on top of Event Machine that's just way more accessible, um, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm, I'm knee deep in that world right now, and it's so interesting when you write mostly Ruby apps to then write JavaScript apps mm-hmm. where the the dealing with asynchronicity everywhere is just such a different model it is and it's it is. it's so different than i mean it, it's somewhat hard for me to imagine therefore how ruby could or, or rails and, and ruby generally could ever kind of completely erase that but I, I think you're right i mean i think it's possible that especially if performance you know one of the if one of the big themes about performance is, is sort of reduce the, the effort required in the main loop, so to speak, and get things, you know, off of it into asynchronous work or callbacks. Um, 
or through callbacks, you know, I, yeah, I think that I think that that could be one of the answers for how. I suppose. Yeah, and that might tie in with um, you know this this active job. Yeah, like I agree. maybe active job kind of laid the laid the groundwork for that too. Yeah. Um, one one last like reach. Uh, he DHH loves to bring in tools that he's using, like with uh, CoffeeScript right. and SAS. Be interesting to see like some type like maybe something that like actually for developing with Rails too. Like we have. Uh, console stuff, but what if he has just something like I know I have a ton of things set up in like uh, in, in Vim that just I make my life so much easier and just training you know training my new employee like showing him all these qu- quick little things like being able to quickly run a single test that I'm looking at like it would be interesting if he has a bunch of this stuff that he might just reveal or share I don't yeah know, that's one, that's one way that could be you know, he could throw some it'd stuff be out. an interesting theme for Rails five kind of like mm-hmm. a a focus on the focus on the the sort of developer's experience in their machine yeah um yeah i agree i don't that's not my i don't i wouldn't bet on that one but i know it's it's, it's not anywhere near the top of the list but just it could be cool all right so that was number one so thing one to be excited about was uh <laughs> to see what happens this year with dhh's uh keynote you know i mean he could also go the other way i mean it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if he stood up and said you know last year i i overshot on the incendiary <laughs> dimension and i've watched like i could imagine him saying i've watched how EmberConf did it i watched their keynote i've talked to yehuda and tom and i've seen how positive they were and inclusive and i think that that's better like i don't i'm not predicting that he's going to say that but like stranger things have happened it wouldn't completely yeah. shock me yeah um yeah all right, item number two, and then after that, we'll do, after two, we'll do our first sponsor. But uh, second thing you're looking forward to uh, meeting all of the people that I've gotten, I've been able to talk to over the past year. Um, I'm just, I have gotten so many emails from people that are just so nice. Like I, I, I expected something like that uh, with you know, releasing something like a book. Um, but I just was impressed with how little, um, just how, how great everybody has been. So I'm just really looking forward to meeting all of you awesome people. Now, are you the kind of guy that, uh, walks up to anyone that you see that you may be interested in, in meeting and, and just introduces yourself? Or are you, uh, hoping that someone's going to come and do that, uh, to you what's your strategy no I, I love you know making an introduction like hey i'm it, it always talk about like them I, i'm it may surprise you to know this but i don't like to talk about myself very much um you made a joke about your book in like the first three minutes of the podcast i did i did uh <laughs> no yeah. of course of course it doesn't surprise me you don't yeah, seem like it's, a guy that would go in and say hey let me let me tell you about me <laughs> here are three facts about me now uh, <laughs> that'd be kind of funny though <laughs> no it's um I'm, i just i i like to talk to people and um i always i always enjoy hearing how folks just how folks do things and at a conference like this it's going to be just a lot of cool I, i'm going to learn a lot of cool tricks i'm sure so um and hopefully jokes i want to hear some jokes from people just really quick throwaway jokes how I'm many trying. how many do you have queued up um all right let's see i've got uh um i got a lot of these from an, another podcast but that's okay uh what do you do when you see a spaceman i don't know what do you do you park in it man 
Now, do you have index cards for these? Oh my God, I should. Yeah, I, sh- I should. But um, yeah, if how about if you want to come up to me with a joke, include an index card so I have a reference. So one of my favorite gags to do at dinner parties, and I've done this like for years, so I kind of feel cheesy that I, I'd still do it again, but it's always funny, is <clears throat> uh, if you're going to go out like with another couple or if, so if my wife and I are going to go out with another couple or a few other couples or maybe like, I don't know, one of our families or whatever. I'll the night before take an index card and write down topics of conversation for dinner. Not that like, not that that's needed in any way, but (laughs) it's great. The gag is, well, one, I think it's a funny thing to do because you'll be more, especially if like there's a heavy burden on you to do the entertaining for the night, Mm -hmm. you know? So if it's like an introvert heavy room and, and, and you're like the nominee, then maybe that's helpful. But my favorite thing about it is that I put it on the dinner table. And so during dinner, I'll look down and like, you know, make a little like, like checkbox next to the thing I just talked about and wait until someone notices. I, that's fantastic. Cause at every time someone's going to notice and like, right. eventually I'm like, Oh, what's that? I'll be like, Oh, it's just the topics that I brainstormed for tonight's dinner. And it's like good to double the entertainment of the night doing that. So I, I think you should do it for your jokes and then, you know, like check off how many times you've used each. Uh, a great, a great night evolution of that. It would be to have just two bingo cards. Like, yeah, like you and your, your wife and just, you each be like trying to cross off different ones. That would be good. Or, or have like the second thing just be something that's just awful to talk about. Like just a really bad idea and like scratch it out. (laughs) Now you, you seem like you'd, you'd, you'd be up for like a physical comedy kind of gag like that at a conference. Yeah, I could, I could very much get into that. Um, (laughs) I just did a talk uh, on Thursday about how to make Tom Cruise look taller in movies, and I um, I was trying to figure out a way because it was it was what's the punchline like? What's even the angle on this? <laughs> well, the joke was that I spent way too much time on PowerPoint animations and not enough time on the actual substance of the talk. So <laughs> As if there's any substance to a talk called <laughs> "How to Make yeah. Tom Cruise Taller." Yeah, so I just took like screenshots of movies. Like, um, there's like one one scene in, in Jack Reacher where everybody's just laying on the ground and he's standing above them. And I said that, um, is the technique used throughout the movie? Everybody crawled around to just make him appear taller. Is that, um, is that movie good? I, I can't, I, I can't weigh in on that because I don't think what I think of as a good movie. Most other people think of as a good movie. Like it has a, uh, like Warner Herzog is the bad guy. Right. And uh, he he had to like chew his fingers off, and it's he just says it in the most Warner Herzog way. <laughs> now so. I like Tom Cruise in general, so it's not like that would turn me off from the movie. Me too. I've I've been doing a ton of research, so <laughs> I've been watching a lot of a lot of Tom Cruise movies. Are you giving so, a talk down at RailsConf? I am not. I am not. I am just in attendance, and I'm looking forward to it. Another funny gag. I don't know if you have an iPad or a big phone or anything, but having the slides for that talk on your phone or iPad available to give like a one-on-one lightning talk for anyone that's interested. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Hey, I wasn't, I wasn't added to the official roster, but you know, you seem friendly. And if you're up for it, I'd love to just, you know, just sit down here and give it to you. We're just going to have our our own bar camp in this bar. (laughs) Right. It's going to happen. Uh, it was actually, it, it was so complicated. So I did the entire thing in Keynote and they needed it in PowerPoint. And whenever I converted it, it was 
so ridiculously animated that it didn't translate to PowerPoint at all, and it just broke. Like it just did not make. So I had to I had to export it as a video, which I fortunately have. So now yeah. that you've planted that idea in my head, it's going to happen, and I'm so sorry to whoever this happens to. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like I, mean, I like this idea that you're sort of gathering a bunch of gags to have in your pocket for real <laughs> Not just gags. I also have a. Uh, oh wait, my friend just bought. <laughs> my friend just bought me a can of um, can of nuts, but it, it's actually a snake inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Like like Cut, like like the bozo me. bozo has at yeah the, yeah. And um, she she said when she went to the magic shop to pick that up, she also got a rubber chicken just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should like throw that in. If you buy one, you get the other one. Oh, absolutely. Like it's, absolutely. A, it's a tandem kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we, I, let me do the first sponsor. Sure. It is Codeship. And I'm going to do this as a special Codeship read because I, I looked at the schedule and I'm not sure if they will be sponsoring the next episode or the upcoming ones, which I would understand because they've sponsored like the last 50 in a row. <laughs> uh, so, you know. Uh, it would make sense if they if they took a short break, but so I'm going to do the read and then maybe talk about Codeship for a minute because I've really appreciated getting sure. to know them. All right, so Codeship is continuous delivery made simple. It's based on usability, so everything is designed to be easy to use. Uh, in fact, Codeship listened to all the feedback that they received during the last year, and they recently redesigned their entire application. Not only does it look better, it's got lots of new usability improvements that make things much uh, simpler to do than before. You can set up continuous integration in a few steps and automatically deploy when all your tests have passed. They've got great support for lots of languages and test frameworks. Uh, for example, I use them on both Rails apps and Ember apps. Uh, and Ruby uh, gems, for that matter, too, that aren't Rails, uh, you know, connected to Rails. They integrate with GitHub and Bitbucket, and you can deploy to wherever your apps are, like Heroku or AWS or your own servers or whatever. Uh, to make things e- even easier, they recently launched a brand new feature called Parallel CI. It allows for faster testing than ever before by allowing you to set up test pipelines. And then split your test commands across those pipelines so your entire suite uh, runs in parallel. They have a free plan so anyone can try them out. It in- includes 100 builds a month and five private projects. Um, you can find more out about Codeship and Parallel CI on Codeship.com. Check out their blog at blog.codeship.com to get updates. And they didn't put this in the read, but uh, they're pretty good on Twitter. They link to most of the things that they do that are interesting, so you might want to follow them there. If you go and sign up, use the offer code 5x5RUBY, and you'll get 20% off any plan for three months. I've been a customer since, I don't know, maybe last June. And the, the true story is I first heard the... The ad when I read it, I don't think I'd ever heard of Codeship before. I had this ad in front of me that I was reading. And I read it a few times and then tried it out and uh, uh, have completely switched over to Codeship for my sort of CI uh, workflow. And in fact, I I didn't used to use CI in everything. Now I do because I I really like the workflow with Codeship. Uh, I've been paying them for the last, I don't know, nine months every month. And uh, highly recommend it. So anyways, thanks to them for sponsoring so many episodes and for being a great service. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Codeship. I think you've sponsored uh, almost every episode that I've been on. So. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> keep, they keep flying me in. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm looking at the internet 
specifically their website. Um, and there's one feature that I didn't realize. This is the thing that I've always been kind of weirded out by with um, continuous integration services. And it's being able to kind of break into the app um, as needed. And so it looks like you can actually spin up a debug build of um, your your application. No kidding. Yeah. It looks really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm not exactly sure how that works. <laughs> I'm. Uh, what what magic of, beans are you eating? It's chip? great. Well, it's like it's like whenever you're writing tests and you, using like a, a pry or a debugger to just spit it out, like spit you right into the um, the instance of that. I've wanted that for continuous integration for a while, so it looks like CodeShip does in fact have that. So great job. Cool. All right. So we went through two things you're excited about, uh, DHH and meeting friendly faces. Uh, give me number three. Uh, number three, can I do a two and a half? And that's just, <laughs> that's just going to be not, just not doing something for a couple of days. Oh, <laughs> just not working on something, just being able to enjoy myself and sit back. This so. is vac- Now are you, is this vacation vacation or like working vacation? It's like a, uh, just a little bit of time off vacation. Did you take the days off? Yep. Um, it's uh, me and my developer Paul are going to be flying down there. So, and you couldn't get those as as days on the clock. Uh, I mean, boo. Well, there it's just time. Like we 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 have a pretty uh, so I, I work at a company called BidSketch, and um, we just finished our API. So you should check it out. But um, it's it's a really really awesome company to work for. It's just a, a couple of us, so we have. Really relaxed. Just I, we're just going to this for the sake of going to it. So you're so. saying I shouldn't shame them on no, the, no, no. the show. I see. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're great, Ruben. Ruben, I love you. Well, thank so. you, Ruben. Yes, and Codeship, Codeship, and Ruben. She <laughs> thanked every episode. Yeah. Uh, okay, so take a couple days off now. Uh, a couple days off. So that's two point five. How uh, how uh, how much is the conference about the parties at night? I haven't been to a RailsConf, so I don't really know. I have no well, you haven't idea. either, but yeah. But I assume it's a huge part, and I'm going to be very tired most of the week. I mean, you're a pretty um, young man, though, right? I am 48. That's not true. I'm a liar. I'm 30, 28. There we go. Yeah, that's that's pretty spry. Yeah, <laughs> spry. I just started climbing stuff. That's this is weird. Like, I I can't believe I'm 28 and just now realizing that I can just like shimmy up things like a wall or thing. I don't know. That's, that's, not, like, that's not the time of life where one generally. No, it's amazing. Starts that. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I guess I could try rock climbing, apparently. Um, it is what a gangly dude is, like, perfect for. <laughs> scaling stuff. So Are you, I hope you're gangly, then. I am. I, I am. Yeah. yeah. In the most attractive way. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, okay, so number two and a half is, uh, you know, a little bit of a vacation. Yeah. All right. But, um, so I was really excited to see that um, Sarah Chips is going to be doing a closing keynote. On Monday, I don't even know who Sarah Chips is. Sarah Chips is uh, just this fantastic, uh, just all around developer. She focuses on um, like a lot of JavaScripty stuff mostly, but she's working on, um, I, I believe this. I've been out of the loop for a little while, but she's been working on uh, wearables, like wearables for wearable kits for girls, I think. And if if that's not the case, I'm sorry, Sarah. Um, but she is just fantastically clever, and I'm excited to hear because. I never really associated her with uh, Rails, mostly with like um, JavaScript stuff like Node or um, front-end development. So 
I'm excited to hear what she has to say. I have seen her avatar on Twitter. <laughs> there we go. That's that's the extent to which I know there, her. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, no, well, that's I'm a nice. I, that's a nice one. Yeah, she's a uh, she's popular on Twitter. Yeah, she's great. Okay, so that's that was your number three. Yeah, which is a compliment, Sarah and Chips. Not a <laughs> don't don't get jealous of number one, two, and two and a half. Oh no, number three was gold. One was silver. <laughs> two was zinc. It's yeah, it was the I, zinc metal. Right. I think it's smart to count the opposite order like that. Yeah. So if we stopped at three, then Sarah chips, then you'd be number one, but we're going to go to five, which means, <laughs> which means you're three, no matter what, actually. Okay. Number, uh, number four, number four. Um, let's see here. I probably should have prepared for this a little bit more, huh? Yeah. You seem to be doing well so far. All right. Um, Actually, sitting in, uh, I'm I'm gonna walk away with a lot of stuff. I'm sure. So I'm I'm excited about learning some, like the the wild card things that I have no idea I'm about to learn, but I know I'm going to be really really into it and just being able to bring that back into into work. Now, what are the areas? So, if you could list off a few areas that uh, you wish you could like snap your fingers and magically know a bunch more about right now, um, related to Ruby Rails, you know, the broader ecosystem, what would they be? Mm, I don't know because I'm stuck in I'm stuck in Rails two three right now, and so it would probably be how to just scope all of my my Google searches to just Rails two three. <laughs> that's that's an absolutely hilarious conference talk waiting to happen. Oh my god, yeah! It's how a, to actually it's find Google you. advanced search for yeah. when you're still on two three. Yeah, I just I want um, uh, that would be an amazing feature to to announce with Rails five just. Uh, just an automatic, uh, you know, porting to Rails five. That would make me so happy. <laughs> Good luck with that one. It's never going to happen. I'm <laughs> fully aware of it. How many lines of code is your is the primary app that's on two three? I don't even want to think about it. Um, I think I, I I did this check for you before, and it's like just ten twelve thousand. I think you said. Um, let's go with that. Sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, like a doable project, but not small. Yeah, it's definitely. I think that <laughs> that's a, just an ongoing thing. Doable project, but not small with with the projects we've been working on. Right. So, um, yeah, we're we're about to launch into like right now we're in spring cleaning mode because um, just I, I got really cranky one day and I realized that uh, there was we, we were doing a, a bunch of work to jump around this one weird architecture or architectural decision and it's nope nope we are we are going to take a step back and we're just going to start cleaning things up for the next couple of weeks now spring 2015 cleaning or 2011 cleaning since you're still in like what year, <laughs> what years spring cleaning is it's it's just a, every year it like it's you're maybe a little bit behind yeah um but it's it's great the the i mean my favorite thing about this entire thing is it's very tempting to complain about you know other people's code that have come before you but the, the, I mean, the huge advantage of, of Rails and frameworks and all of this stuff is it works. It works in a way that you know is able to support uh, you know paying a couple of people, and it makes people happy. So, and hey, if you keep uh, working on the same code base long enough, then you become the guy you're mad at. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I've done that. I've done a git blame and getting ready to be mad at someone, and then just just eating my own hat. Yeah, so. I assume it's always me. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a good assumption, right? Because um, then you're you know like 
if you're nasty to yourself, I mean, that's a, I suppose some people are, but that's a problem. At least it'd be obvious that that's a problem because you'd be on the receiving end also. And then, then there's that point of, wow, I have gotten better that I realize that this is a crazy mistake. So (laughs) I don't know. Positive spin. Yeah. Well, I think that there's sort of like two strategies in in terms of, uh, what version of rails and in various libraries you're on either you like snap a chalk line at the time you started the project or at least the time it got it released to production and say like okay that's it like it's forever going to be on those things because i yeah. just am not going to deal with you know up, the upgrade cycle on all of these different libraries or you say i am going to stay up to date on every single part of it and, you know, invest an hours every week to make sure that's the case. Like those are the two rational strategies. Yeah. Uh, definitely a big, a big strategy that I've been employing is it, it takes, it definitely takes more time, but building wrappers, like ba- basically coming up with my own API for gems and for libraries that might be out of date that we could swap out relatively quickly. Um, Your own just, active jobs. Kind of, yeah, kind of like um, I, I just I've been spending a lot of time on like an eventing library. Now, um, now, do you put active in front of them or like Eric in front of everything? <laughs> <laughs> like, like Eric, simple form. Mm-hmm. Eric, Eric, job. <laughs> uh, I Eric like Brad. the idea of showing up to work on a project and you open open up the the code and you see that the, the guy has wrapped everything in his own namespace. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! I mean, yeah. Make sure you include the Eric module. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly. It doesn't do a lot. Um, it just it just hugs everything else. Yeah. It, <laughs> it just it just gives them less functionality to future proof things, uh, which won't work, but feels better at the time. I went. I just went way too literal with namespacing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So uh, number number five. Number five. Um, I think probably the most exciting thing <laughs> this is either the most or the least depending <laughs> I, well, like the, so, I, I like that what, what we should do is say that the five things are in a circle right. and that you know everything is sort of equally equally interesting to you right. this this is an unordered list <laughs> that's right uh-huh. no bullet decorations it's unstyled um i would say probably um what what we we kind of talked about doing um over the, the course of the week um if I can, if I can say this, like just talking, like kind of doing a debriefing. At yeah. Place. Yeah. Of course you can say that. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Just, uh, so, so you and I are going to just have a, have a quick chat, um, each day and going to give you my impressions of, uh, of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully before I hit the bars, you know what? I, I'm not going to put qualifications on it like that. <laughs> I think, you know, whether or not you've hit the bars yet, every day we're going to do a, a recap of how the day was. It's going to be at night, so the, the likelihood that you have not had a cocktail is low, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think. And, Especially uh, if I'm treating this like a, a mini vacation, so. Exactly. So I like it because I, we've, I've never done a show where it was, like, pieced together from a handful of short conversations that then become an episode. I think mm-hmm. this one will be great. Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm really excited about that now you know if if at the end of the day i you know i ask you about the sessions you went to and you didn't go to any because of whatever reason you you have to pinky swear you're not gonna lie about it i pinky swear and i think you'll be able to tell (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so what did you think of dhh's talk oh it was uh 
It's it going to be like 10th grade English class where you're like, yes. oh, I, you know, Harper Ferry. Brilliant. <laughs> Super brilliant person, oh, man God. or woman. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, old, old man in the sea. Ah, oh, God. I loved how he was just <laughs> in the boat the whole time on the sea. Brilliant. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I pinky swear that I will at least be a convincing liar. <laughs> exactly. So let's uh, let's bet the over under on how many sessions you go to. All right. Um, so so to to sort of get the denominator right, we've got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday as the days of the conference. And uh, we'll quick count up how many. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Wow, man. Eight slots. Uh, and then, of course, there are like six tracks, but eight time slots during the day on Tuesday. Wednesday looks uh, like seven, if you count the lightning talks as, as one. And then Thursday, it looks like it's one, two, three. Oh, man, there are lightning talks. I could do the Tom Cruise talk. Six. Okay. So let's, I didn't count exactly, but let's say it's eight, seven, six or so. So there are 21 slots that if you were going to be, you know, get get your gold star for the conference, you'd go to. How many will you make it to? Um, Let's say 18. Wow. Okay, let's say 16. 18 would be outstanding. <laughs> Oof. All right. Or, um, or awful, depending oh, on how you feel about these sorts of things. Yeah. All right, Eric, what did, what did you think about today? I have no idea. It's all a blur. <laughs> so, so you're saying 16? That's your number? Yeah, I think I can, I think I can do 16. I'll, I'll front load. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll really do every one on, on Tuesday. In fact, I'll go to several in the same time slot just so I can bank some. Yeah. The only way I'd have a shot at going to 16, I think if I went is if I went to like, like 12 on the first day. Yeah. Not, not cause I would, not cause I would like rage it up at night, but just because I get worn out a little bit. Yeah. Um, I like that this afternoon break, that's just, that's nap time is what that is. Are you a napper? Um, no, I'm not a napper. I can't nap. I don't, I don't think you're going to like for one week figure out a napping style. <laughs> yeah. If I've got, you know, if I've been working on this for 28 years, <laughs> but, I haven't been able to get it. But so. this week, maybe that's what it'll be. Maybe that's the magic of Atlanta <laughs> teaching me how to take a nap. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's possible. Yeah. All right. Uh, so maybe that'll be like the sixth thing I'm excited about the potential of taking a nap. Um, no, I, I'm, I think I can do it because I'm, I'm interested in this and now I'm, you know, I'm doing some reporting. So. Right. Correspondent. Yeah. You've got homework. You're, you're the, you're the Atlantic correspondent. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get one of those books that like, like a reporter's notebook that flips open from the top. I have one. I've been using one of those lately. Yeah. yeah I'll get that. I'll keep a pencil in my ear and I'll just <laughs> start interviewing people. Yeah. Ah, see if I could uh, just get your name and how to spell it. Now, what'd you say? They always ask how you spell it. How you time. spell it? Is that with a K? <laughs> it's not going to no, help it's, you it's, much on a on a podcast. It doesn't really matter how they spell yeah. it. <laughs> well, if I get it, I, we will spell it out. You should ask them to spell their name phonetically and just not write it down. Because frankly, that matters a lot more for the podcast than if they spelled it accurately. Uh, it absolutely does. We should do the second sponsor. Last I'd sponsor. Love to. Okay, Lynda.com. Uh, common 
sponsor lately, and I thank them for that. Uh, they're the online learning platform with over 3,000 on-demand video courses to help you strengthen your business, technology, and creative skills. For a free 10-day trial, visit lynda.com, that's L-Y-N-D-A.com, slash Ruby on Rails. Lynda.com is for problem solvers, for the curious, for people who want to make things happen. It's always my least favorite part of this ad. It's all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to power through. Maybe you want to master Excel, learn negotiation tactics, build a website, or boost your Photoshop skills. You can go to lynda.com and feed your curious mind. Some of the courses that you may be interested in are RSpec testing framework with Ruby. How do you feel about that, Eric? I am. I've been in RSpec for the past <laughs> year, so I'm I'm pretty okay with that. Yes. Now. Okay, good. Uh, Code Clinic uh, for Ruby, Ruby Essential Training, and localization for developers. Uh, I have not taken any of those, but I have used Linda to help with design-related things because I do not spend much time on uh, design issues, whether they're illustration or I guess I spend a bit more in CSS, or but not much in CSS. And uh, I find Linda very helpful for uh, coming up to speed quickly or remembering uh, how to do things that I just don't spend much time on myself. Yeah. Uh, with Linda membership, you can watch and learn from top experts who are passionate about teaching, stream thousands of video courses on demand, and learn on your own schedule, learn at your own pace. Uh, they're structured so you can watch them from start to finish or consume them in bite-sized pieces. Browse each course transcript to follow along or search for an answer and skip to that point in the video. You can download tutorials and watch them on the go, including access on iOS and Android, and save uh, playlist that you create of courses that you would like to watch so you can customize your learning path. If you get a membership, you'll have unlimited access to training on hundreds of topics, all for one flat rate. So whether you're looking to become an industry expert, uh, you're passionate about a hobby, or you just want to learn something new, go to lynda.com slash Ruby on rails and sign up for your free 10 day trial. Save some money. Thanks to lynda.com. Now, Linda, how do you spell that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's spelled with like uh, nine zeros because they just got bought out for like a gajillion dollars by Salesforce. No, not Good Salesforce, for. by uh, li- uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Oh, that's clever. Right, I think uh, so. Yeah. Uh, you, you hit a really interesting point with Linda in like using using design, like teaching yourself design. Um, like, I'm going to drink, I'm gonna drink, a, drink a beer while you say this, if you don't mind. Go for that. Keep going. Go for that because I've got my copy here that I'm reading. Um, the uh, Lind is perfect for the you know the, the whole mindset of you're a jack of all trades, master of none. You're, you're a master in some trade. You know, if you're not listening to this podcast, you're a developer. Um, but being able to brush up on design and stop being a jack of all trades and start being a master of them all is uh, just a great thing to do. And uh, if you got them in, in bite-sized videos that you can you know pick up and watch and learn whenever you want, like why wouldn't you? So I think that that's a I, I agree, and I, I think it's a good uh, slogan idea for them if they're interested. So stop being a jackass, start being a jack of all trades. <laughs> and I heard the uh, thank you for dropping PowerPoint in there, PowerPoint animations. <laughs> I appreciated that. Right. Um, so right. all right, so. Yeah, thanks to Lynda.com. Seriously, they're a they're a great uh, they're a great service. In fact, uh, one of my best friends is uh, 
uh, addicted to lint.com right now as he <laughs> is interested in uh, expanding his horizons with a job that he's a bit bored with. Go lint.com. All right, so let's wrap it up about RailsCon. Cool. Um, you have lots of things we're looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, learning, a little bit of partying, a little relaxing, yeah. some people, a little DHHing. Mm-hmm. That's a verb. It is. It is. Will you say hey to uh, to David? Uh, given the opportunity, I'd love to. Um, he definitely he helped me out last year a bit with uh, with the book. And oh, he gave a quote, didn't he? He did. Yeah. It, more importantly, he read it and like he did. He gave it a nice skim and got the idea of, and he gave me some uh, some pointers. And it was really helpful. Really? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And he, I love the quote. Like he was so so cool about letting me use that one little snippet from his feedback. Um, which I think I don't remember what it is. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm looking for it. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'd love to just say thank you. I think it's been extremely helpful. So, uh, oh yeah, this is it. I've just skimmed it. It looks pretty good. Oh, that's hilarious. Did you go with that as the quote? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yep. And he was, he was just, he loved it. He loved that. Um, <laughs> I wanted to use that instead. Uh, if you gotten good feedback on that, that blurb, it's hilarious. Yeah. Yes. It's, uh, it's great. I, I like, I get a couple messages every now and then just that, that it doesn't seem like it's very, it's not a positive, uh, endorsement, but <laughs> it makes people laugh. So that's, uh, yeah. that's what you're in for. <laughs> that's what you're in for. Whenever you get this book, not a lot of information, but it'll make you laugh. Now I read, I, I read the book, uh, and it's not like, I mean, you're funny, so it's it's got your personality in it, but it's not like jokey or anything. Thank you. Not, not, I, I don't think so. Yeah. My mom read it and she uh, at least understood it. Like she at least finished it. I don't think she's building it. Like she, I don't think she's testing her Rails apps now. Likelihood that she read it versus is just being a nice mom. Uh, I watched her read it. <laughs> you audited her reading? I'm a, yeah. I'm just a very needy son. So... <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's I, given the opportunity. Yeah, I'd love to. I'll, I'll talk to anybody, um, yeah. and I'm just appreciative of everybody in this community. So that's why number two is meeting so many cool people. All right, so let's wrap it up with uh, since I, I hope people will listen to this on their way down there with uh, uh, tips for. Well, you haven't been to a Rails conference before, so I can make things up. Yeah, let's let's mansplain tips on how to be, uh, how to have the best rails comp, uh, possible, uh, get as much sleep as you possibly can early on. Um, <laughs> is this for having babies or going to rails comp? This is for both. Um, <laughs> we, we should see if all of our items are applicable to both rails comp and child rearing. Absolutely. Now I have a goal. Um, I have twins on the way. Have I told you that before? No, I didn't. Congratulations. True story. That's fantastic. Uh, I like, um, I love whenever I find out people are having twins because that increases the likelihood of one of them being named Eric. So, uh, I, I, we've picked the names and neither of the, both, girl, uh, neither both. of the girls are named Eric. Uh, look, I'm fine. I'm not going to assert gender roles on, on your child, but <laughs> or Erica for that matter. It's great. Uh, well, yeah, congratulations. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Um, uh, so yeah, these tips will be applicable, applicable. Um, to raising twins as well, especially early on. Okay, so get lots of sleep early. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, take shower. You need to shower. <laughs> Hy- hygiene. 
yes, hygiene is important, not just for you, for everybody else. That's so true. Oh man, start the day like even if you don't want to, just start the day with like a just a nice shower or end the day. You just it'll it'll feel so much better. Um, let's see. Whenever you first land um, and you get to ho- your hotel room, um, take off your shoes and socks and make balls with your feet um, in the carpet. I got that one from Die Hard. I, um, I, I have no idea what that meant. Um, have you seen Die Hard? I have, which, which like, makes it. Imp- how did I not know this? Yeah, like the the opening, uh, the guy on the plane is telling him about like jet lag and and feeling feeling weird about being in a new area, and um, I just you take your shoes off. That's why he doesn't have shoes in the entire movie because he took them off, oh, and he's okay. like, like playing in the carpet with his toesies. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think act like Bruce Willis is also applicable for child rearing. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, or you know Liam Neeson. <laughs> no, no. I think then your kid's taken. Yeah, but you get him back. That's good. Yeah, Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler horn. Sorry. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, snacks. Have snacks. Like you just pack pack yourself some like I don't know. I don't know. We're not endorsed by any bars, but get like cereal bars or snack bars or something. Um, which of these now so far? Which of these will you have followed? Oh, I'm I'm. All of this. Will, I'm gonna, will you have gotten adequate sleep before the fact? I'm going to be the most well-rested, clean, <laughs> Good. Um, shoeless, uh, well-fed person you'll find at this conference. So you've had you've had four, you know, mansplaining piece of advice. Let's let's wrap it up with five. Number five tip for RailsConf and child rear. Um, make sure you check out the keynotes. Yeah, fact. I don't think that applies to child rearing. <laughs> <laughs> I, four for you know, four or five is good. Four or five, yeah, not bad. I'll take it. I, that, that's probably the ratio uh, that I'm going to hit with, um, you know, uh, sessions that I'll attend. Yeah, so. and I think you get like double or triple um, credit for keynotes. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take that then. Yes. I think so. Cool. Can it be like a multiplier? Like if I get the keynote that day, then I get like combo for the rest of the day. Like each one counts as two. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yep. So, okay. So here's my, I've got a couple requests for you as you embark on, uh, rails or towards RailsConf as a correspondent, the Atlanta correspondent for the Ruby on Rails podcast. Man on the street. All right. So, uh, gather as many metrics as possible. So, you know, which of the, of the, uh, the sessions you went to, number of people uh, you've met, uh, where they have introduced themselves by name, where you'd feel bad about like forgetting it. Sure. Later. Uh, uh, well, number. I'm, of, making, I'm taking notes now. Yeah. Number of jokes you tell a stranger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I like it, and and especially if you like have a little inventory of jokes before the fact, I definitely want to know like which one kills and which one bombs sure oh yeah we'll keep track of uh not just the amount like the numbers yeah frequency and impact yeah frequency and impact great (laughs) uh if you have given a lightning a private lightning talk (laughs) sure you know all things about it where uh when were the cops called (laughs) (laughs) any any detail relevant to the success or inevitable failure of your private lightning talks (laughs) great uh, are you a cologne guy or just like a vigorous shower guy? 
Um, I mean, they're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put me in a hygiene box. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm, a, I'm a cologne guy. I'll okay. Be, I'll be doing what I can to not smell offensive. Okay. Then I would like a full report on the, uh, the, uh, the various scented products you've used. Okay. In which sense? Cause I, I've recently been sort of fascinated by the original old spice. I was at my parents' house, um, for Easter weekend. My dad still uses like the original old spice, like the first one that right, like the, al- alcohol smelly one. Right. The one in like the, the like, um, beige bottle that just has like a plastic stopper in it. Yeah. And, yeah. and like a, like a, like a green, you know, gel, like it's not a gel. It's, I don't know what it is. It's a, it's just a, just a hunk of man, hunk of man, hunk of man smell. And so anyways, I, I'm surprised that that's not more popular because that, that smell has still got a bit of a, a masculine tang to it. So do you, <laughs> it just does. I, I don't know how else to say it. It just is, it's got a smell. Now we should really, uh, gold or old spice should really mm. give you something for that. Um, right. Just that phrase. So anyway, so I want to hear about, like I put, uh, recently put a lavender, uh, like, uh, scented oil in my office because i like the smell of lavender that the, the girl our twins that are on the way are named daisy and violet i'm very into smells lately so i want a full report on the smells i love those names that's great daisy and violet daisy and violet that's fantastic um great so you want me to a b test sense yeah you know just just to, you know how many how many squirts of the clone what's the brand sure you know Usually there's a story about how someone got their cologne brand, so I'm, I'm guessing you're going to have one, and I'm interested in it. it is, I, I, I like to think I've told some interesting stories. Like, the over-under is way lower than the amount of uh, <laughs> the amount of sessions I'm going to attend. But um, my, how I got my cologne is not one of them. Okay. Well, you got time to make it up. Sure. All right. In any other you know, measured life kind of metrics you can think of so that we can do a retrospective by day of all the interesting things that go on. Sure. Uh, and, um, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll collect stories too, because I seem to be at this, this point in my life where I'm extremely aware of just weird things that are going on around me and being able to capture them oh, and, and appreciate them. Wait so. a second. I can't believe we didn't think of the best idea of all. You have an iPhone, right? I do have an iPhone. Okay. So, uh, uh, Eric Steele, Atlanta correspondent, you are to use the voice memos uh, app to get snippets of audio from people there That's to perfect. use. Yep. And every audio, as long as, well, I'm not going to guarantee this. Anything that's interesting is getting in the show. Sure. Sure. I'll be collecting. I'll, I'll collect some, uh, some, uh, I don't know, viewer reactions. Yeah. So air on the side. Here's my tip on this air on the side of just hitting record and starting talking. Sure. Don't, you know, if, if you preamble it with someone, you'll miss the best part parts. I am <laughs> positive of it. You mean the best part of, I'm sorry, are you recording me right now? Yeah. yeah no, <laughs> then, then you get permission at the end. This is life advice, sir. You get permission <laughs> after you've like got, cause otherwise I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Or tell me again. What do you want? You know, no, no, no. At the end, then say, can we use it? And if obviously if, if someone doesn't want us to use something, they just delete it. But, but they, then we'll get like the real funny interaction between you and people. Sure. All right. Um, I'll see if I could figure out something. Maybe I'll wear like one of the, <laughs> one of those like big flowers 
uh, as like a, a microphone. And I'll just have that thing hot the whole time. Oh, I mean, I think I think it's fine. No, I mean, I, I don't think you have to hide that you're recording with a voice memo or anything. I'm just saying, don't like like. For example, uh, we recorded the show tonight, and mm-hmm. there was not one second of preamble between us. That's it true. It was pick up and start talking. Now I don't always do that because I don't know. I usually know the person that I'm going to talk to, or I only sometimes know the person. Um, but I've, I've found recording this show that the less time before you start recording, the better the content at the beginning. Absolutely. So, and I mean, you know, we have rapport. We're a pretty good team. <laughs> or yik and yak. Yik and yak. <laughs> All right. So, so you've got many fun things you're going to do. Yeah. I've uh, got a little too much homework for me to be excited about the vacation part of this now. No, so no, no. Here's, here's the tip. You, you get good audio from the floor and just make up the rest. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, right. One of the statistics is going to be the amount of things that I have made up. <laughs> of, of the following that I've said, 44% is complete baloney. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Godspeed on your travels. And uh, I will... When, we ta- when will we talk next? Um, we could talk... Uh, we could talk tomorrow. I don't think that would be very exciting because I'll be cranky and tired. Um Tuesday you get there or tomorrow you get there? I'll get there tomorrow. Um, probably going to swim for about uh, six hours. Like, this is the thing I like to do, you know, for me. Uh, then, so probably Tuesday would be good. Okay. So let's do this. Let's. So every night there will be like afternoon keynote and then there will be like nighttime parties. Mm-hmm. So let's see if we can get... One of two times, either after the afternoon keynote, which will be like, you know, seven-ish, or after the party, or at a party. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be uh, just a hot mess. I can feel it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's, it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to worry about the quality of the place. You know, modern technology, it'll be just fine. Yeah. As long as we get some good quality audio from uh, from the trip. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'll try and grab uh, something uh, that might make it a little bit easier. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Even the it's Skype not, app on your phone, honestly, is not bad. Yeah. Um, and it's Atlanta. Like no, no one else is on the internet. No one's there. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Atlanta. I love you. I will be there in your Coca-Cola factory. All right. Cool. I've successfully insulted Atlanta. Yeah. No, just, Brian did not do just that, say so. go Hawks. You go know, Hawks. There you go. You, Hawks you, or hogs? Hawks, go hawks. Yes, do not mispronounce them and call them hogs. All right, that's it for this episode. Let's sign off. Great. Thanks for having me. See ya. See ya. I'm like really signing off. Oh, okay. Like actually hanging up right now. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll 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 find you. <laughs> like I'm I'm hitting end. Okay. Bye. <laughs>